listening to Living with ADHD and CPTSD, available on Apple and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Living with ADHD and CPTSD. Today we have an ADHD episode and we're going to discuss doing whatever it takes to master and to reduce the symptoms of your ADHD. Doesn't matter if it's a hyperactivity, hyperactivity ADHD, an inattentive or a combined ADHD. These all will work and are very should be very helpful to help minimize and reduce the symptoms and the severity of them when they happen to occur. I know from a personal standpoint that I have talked about in my previous episodes different ways that you can help reduce your symptoms, but there are a lot of things that you can do that will help you, obviously. Like for myself, I have changed my diet. I have increased my exercise uh, on a regular basis. I have made an effort to improve my sleeping habits. And I have also tried to do some meditation and a few other things to help minimize and reduce. And obviously, of course, the big one, which a lot of people tend to, you know, take on is the medication. The stimulant or the non-stimulant medication is a very helpful way of reducing your symptoms and making you have a better ability to do things like concentration and um, focusing and also being able to reduce that hyperactive feeling that you have in your mind that obviously comes out on a daily basis, especially if you're on a lot of caffeine and other things. So you just have to find a way to reduce your symptoms by discovering your own perfect scenario or like figuring out tips and and tools and your own, like develop your own ability to minimize and reduce and maybe even eliminate some of your symptoms when you're having great days because when you have days that are not good obviously but you're having a poor day your symptoms are really going to cause a lot of problems uh, especially when it comes to family uh, relationships or really important in your career because if you're having ADHD symptoms at work it can really impact your performance and it increases the risk of being fired, unfortunately, which you don't want. Nobody wants to be fired because of their ADHD. So I know that myself, like I said, I take medication, I exercise on a regular basis, and I have a very good diet that I have, uh, non-processed foods. Uh, 90% of our food is prepared, like we manually prepare it piece by piece. And we have a nice 
starch and meat product or or protein and then a vegetable that we eat on a regular basis every night and it really does help because it one it has helped me reduce my weight and it has helped me increase my activity levels and the diet was really helpful to maintain a, a good balance and minimize my symptoms so what i've got here is an article that i'm going to read it is a way of to give you a more in-depth and more helpful tips that you can t um, put into practice for yourself and some of them you know you don't obviously have to do them all but there are these are these are very helpful and i'm sure would be extremely beneficial for you so i'm going to read them and i hope that these can help you all right tips for managing adult adhd attention deficit hyperactivity disorder can create problems in all areas of your life but these tips can help you cope with symptoms get focused and turn chaos into calm how to deal with adult ADHD. If you have attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, previously known as ADD, everything from paying the bills on time to keeping up with work, family and social demands can seem overwhelming. ADHD can present challenges for adults across all areas of life and can be tough on your health and both your personal and on the job relationships. Your symptoms may lead to extreme procrastination, trouble meeting deadlines, and impulsive behavior. In addition, you may feel that friends and family don't understand what you're up against. Fortunately, there are skills that you can learn to help control your symptoms of ADHD. You can improve your daily habits to learn to recognize and use your strengths and develop techniques that help you more efficiently maintain organization and interact better with others. Part of helping yourself may also include educating others to help them understand what you're going through. Changes won't happen overnight though. These ADHD self-help strategies require practice, patience, and perhaps most importantly, a positive attitude. But by taking advantage of these techniques, you can become more productive, organized, and in control of your life and improve your sense of self-worth. All right, tips for getting organized and controlling clutter. The hallmark traits of ADHD are inattention and distractibility. Making organization perhaps the biggest challenge adults with this disorder face. If you have ADHD, the prospect of getting organized, whether it be at home or at work, may leave you feeling overwhelmed. However, you can learn to break tasks down into smaller steps and follow a symptomatic approach to organization. By implementing various structures and routines and taking advantage of tools such as daily planners and reminders, you can set yourself up to maintain organization and control clutter. Develop structure and neat habits and keeping them up. To organize a room, home, or office, start by categorizing your objects, deciding which are necessary and which can be stored or discarded. To organize yourself, get in the habit of taking notes and writing lists maintaining your newly organized structure with regular daily routines. Create space. Ask yourself what you need on a daily basis and find storage bins or closets for things you don't. Designate specific areas for things like keys, bills, and other items that can be easily misplaced. Throw away things you don't need. Use a calendar app or a daily planner. 
Effective use of a day planner or a calendar on your smartphone or computer can help you remember appointments and deadlines. With electronic calendars, you can also set up automatic reminders so scheduled events don't slip your mind. Use lists. Make use of lists and notes to keep track of regularly scheduled tasks, projects, deadlines, and appointments. If you decide to use a daily planner, keep all lists and notes inside it. You also have many options for you to use on your smartphone or computer. Search for to-do apps or task managers. Deal with it now. You can avoid forgetfulness, clutter, and procrastination by filing papers, cleaning up messes, or returning phone calls immediately, not sometime in the future. If a task can be done in two minutes or less, do it on the spot rather than putting it off for later. Tame your paper trail. If you have ADHD, paperwork might make up a major part of your disorganization, but you can put a stop to the endless piles of mail and papers strewn across your kitchen, desk, or office. All it takes is some time to set up a paperwork system that works for you. Deal with mail on a daily basis. Set aside a few minutes each day to deal with the mail, preferably as soon as you bring it inside. It helps to have a designated spot where you can sort the mail and either trash it, file it, or act on it. Go paperless. Minimize the amount of paper you have to deal with. Request electronic statements and bills instead of paper copies. In the US, you can reduce junk mail by opting out of the Direct Marketing Association's Mail Preference Service. Set up a filing system. Use dividers or separate full separate file folders for different types of documents such as medical records receipts and income statements label and color code your files so that you can find what you need quickly tips for managing your time and staying on schedule trouble with time management is a common effect of adhd you may frequently lose track of time miss deadlines procrastinate underestimate how much time you need for tasks or find yourself doing things in the wrong order. Many adults with ADHD spend so much time on one task, known as hyperfocusing, that nothing else gets done. These difficulties can leave you feeling frustrated and inept and make others impatient, but there are solutions to help you better manage your time. Time management tips. Adults with attention deficit disorder often have a different perception of how time passes. To align your sense of time with everyone else, use the oldest trick in the book, a clock. Become a clock watcher. Use a wristwatch or highly visible wall or desk clock to help you keep track of time. When you start a task, make a note of the time by saying it out loud or writing it down. Use timers. Allot your limit, yourself limited amounts of time for each task and use a timer or alarm to alert you when your time is up. For longer tasks, consider setting an alarm to go off at regular intervals to keep you productive and aware of how much time is going by. Give yourself more time than you think you need. Adults with ADHD are notoriously bad at estimating how long it will take to do something. For every 30 minutes of time you think it will take you to get someplace or complete a task, give yourself a cushion by adding 10 minutes. Plan to be early and set up reminders. Write down appointments for 15 minutes earlier than they really are. Set up reminders to ensure you leave on time 
and make sure you have everything you need ahead of time so you're not frantically looking for your keys or phone when it's time to go. Prioritization tips. Because adults with ADHD often struggle with impulse control and jump from one subject to another, completing tasks can be difficult and large projects can seem overwhelming. To overcome this, decide what to tackle first. Ask yourself what the most important task is that you need to accomplish and then order your other priorities after that one. Take things one at a time. Break down large projects or jobs into smaller, manageable steps. Stay on task. Avoid getting sidetracked by sticking to your schedule, using a timer to enforce it if necessary. Learn to say no. Impulsiveness can lead adults with ADHD to agree to too many projects at work or make too many social engagements, but a jam-packed schedule can leave you feeling overwhelmed overtired and affect the quality of your work. Saying no to certain commitments may improve your ability to accomplish tasks, keep social dates, and live a healthier lifestyle. Check your schedule first before agreeing to something new. Tips for managing money and bills. Money management requires budgeting, planning, and organization. So for many adults with ADHD, it can pose a true challenge. Many common, common symptoms of money management don't tend to work for adults with ADHD because they require too much time, paper, and attention to detail. But if you create your own system that is both simple and consistent, you can get on top of your finances and put a stop to overspending, overdue bills, and penalties for missed deadlines. Control your budget. An honest assessment of your financial situation is the first step to getting budgeting under control. Start by keeping track of every expense, no matter how small, for a month. This will allow you to effectively analyze where your money is going. You may be surprised at how much you're spending on unnecessary items and impulse purchases. You can then use this snapshot of your spending habits to create a monthly budget based on your income and needs. Figure out how you can avoid straying from your budget. For example, if you're spending too much at restaurants, you can make an eat eating in plan and factor in time for grocery shopping and meal preparation. Set up a simple money management and bill paying system. Establish an easy organized system that helps you save documents, receipts, and stay on top of bills. For an adult with ADHD, the opportunity to manage banking on the computer can be the gift that keeps on giving. Organizing money online means less paperwork, no messy handwriting, and no misplaced slips. Switch to online banking. Signing up for online banking can turn the hit or miss process of balancing your budget into a thing of the past. Your online account will list all deposits and payments, tracking your balance automatically to the penny every day. You can also set up automatic payments for your regular monthly bills and log on as needed to pay irregular or occasional ones. The best part, no misplaced envelopes or late fees. Set up bill pay reminders. If you prefer not to set up automatic payments, you can still make the process of bill paying easier with electronic reminders. 
You may be able to set up text or email reminders through online banking, or you can schedule them in your calendar app. Take advantage of technology. Free services can help you keep track of your finances and accounts. Then typically take some time to set up, but once you've linked your accounts, they automatically update such tools that can make your financial life easier. Tips for staying focused and productive at work. ADHD can create special challenges at work. The things you may find toughest, organization, completion of tasks, sitting still, listening quietly, are the very things you're often asked to do all day long. Juggling ADHD and a challenging job is no easy task, but by tailoring your workplace environment, you can take advantage of your strong points while minimizing the negative impact of your ADHD symptoms. Get organized at work. Organize your office, cubicle, or desks one manageable setup at a time, or step at a time, excuse me. Then use the following strategies to stay tidy and organized. Set aside daily time for organization. Mess is always distracting to set us, so set aside five to 10 minutes a day to clear your desk and organize your paperwork. Experiment with storing things inside your desk or in bins so that they don't clutter your workspace as unnecessary distractions. Use colors and lists. Color coding can be very useful to people with ADHD. Manage forgetfulness by writing everything down. Prioritize. More important tasks should be placed first on your to-do list so you remember to do them before lower priority tasks. Set deadlines for everything even if they are self-imposed. And distractions. When you have attention issues, where you work and what is around you can significantly affect how much you are able to get done. Let your workmates know that you need to concentrate and try the following techniques to minimize distractions. Where you work matters. If you don't have your own office, you may be able to take your work to an empty office or conference room. If you are in a lecture hall or conference, try sitting closer to the speaker and away from people who chat during the meeting. Minimize external commotion. Face your desk towards a wall and keep your workplace free of clutter. To discourage interruptions, you could even hang a do not disturb sign. If possible, let voicemail pick up your phone calls and return them later. Turn off email and social media during certain times of the day or even log off the internet completely. If noise distracts you, consider noise-canceling headphones or a sound machine. Save big ideas for later. All those great concepts or random thoughts that keep popping into your head and distracting you, jot them down on paper or on your smartphone for later consideration. Some people with ADHD like to schedule time at the end of the day to go through all the notes they've made. Stretch your attention span. As an adult with ADHD, you are capable of focusing. It's just that you may have a hard time keeping that focus, especially when the activity isn't one that you find particularly engaging. Boring meetings or lectures are hard on anyone, but for adults with ADHD, they may pose a special challenge. Similarly, following multiple directions can also be difficult for those with ADHD. Use these tips to improve your focus and ability to follow instructions. Get it in writing. 
If you are attending a meeting, lecture, workshop, or another gathering that requires close attention, ask for an advanced copy of the relevant materials, such as a meeting agenda or lecture outline. At the meeting, use the written notes to guide your active listening and note-taking. Writing as you listen will help you stay focused on the speaker's words. Echo directions. After someone gives verbal instructions, say them aloud to make sure you got it right. Move around. To prevent restlessness and fidgeting, go ahead and move around at the appropriate times in the right places. As long as you are not disturbing others, try squeezing a stress ball during a meeting, for example, or taking a walk or even jumping up and down during a meeting break can help you pay attention later on. All right, I'm gonna take a break. And then when I come back, we will continue with these tips to help minimize ADHD symptoms. Tips for managing stress and boosting mood. Due to the impulsivity and disorganization that often accompany ADHD, you may struggle with erratic sleep, an unhealthy diet, or the effects of too little exercise. All issues that can lead to extra stress, bad moods, and feeling out of control. The best way to stop this cycle is to take charge of your lifestyle habits and create healthy new routines. Eating well, getting plenty of sleep, and exercising regularly can help you stay calm, minimize mood swings, and fight any symptoms of anxiety and depression. Healthier habits can also reduce ADHD symptoms like inattention, hyperactivity, and distractibility, while regular routines can help your life feel more manageable. Exercise and spend time outdoors. Working out is perhaps the most positive and efficient way to reduce hyperactivity and attention from ADHD. Exercise can relieve stress, boost your mood, and calm your mind helping work off the excess energy and aggression that can get in the way of relationships and feeling stable. Exercise on a daily basis. Choose something vigorous and fun that you can stick with, like a team sport or working out with a friend. Increase stress relief by exercising outdoors. People with ADHD often benefit from sunshine and green surroundings. Try relaxing forms of exercise such as mindful walking, yoga, or Tai Chi. In addition to relieving stress, they can teach you to better control your attention and impulses. Get plenty of sleep. Sleep depri deprivation can increase symptoms of adult ADHD, reducing your ability to cope with stress and maintain focus during the day. Simple changes to daytime habits go a long way toward ensuring solid nightly sleep. Avoid caffeine late in the day. Exercise vigorously and regularly, but not within an hour of bedtime. Create a predictable and quiet bedtime routine, including taking a hot shower or bath just before bed. Stick to a regular sleep-wake schedule, even on weekends. Eat healthfully. While unhealthy eating habits don't cause ADHD, a poor diet can exacerbate symptoms. By making simple changes in what and how you eat, you may experience big reductions in distractibility, hyperactivity, and stress levels. Eat small meals throughout a day. 
avoid sugar and junk food as much as possible. Make sure you include healthy protein at every meal. Aim for, serv for several servings of fiber-rich whole grains each day. Practice mindfulness. As well as reducing stress, regular mindfulness meditation can help you to better resist distractions, lower impulsivity, improve your focus, and provide more control over your emotions. Since hyperactivity symptoms can make meditation a challenge for some adults with ADHD, starting slowly can help. Meditate for short periods and gradually increase your meditation time as you become more comfortable with the process and are better able to maintain focus. The key is to then draw on these mindfulness techniques during your daily life to keep you on track. Experiment with free or inexpensive smartphone apps or online guided meditations. There we go. That was a more detailed and very in-depth explanation of the things you can do to help minimize distractions and ADHD kind of symptoms. Things like, as I explained here, caffeine and sugary foods are one of those things that will make your ability to reduce your symptoms totally opposite. They will increase and make your symptoms way worse than if you didn't have them. So you really need to make an effort to cut out things in your diet that will increase your energy levels and like, like basically like it's like a kid eating candy all day after Halloween. He's going to be wired and really going to be just jumping around all over the place. If you can cut that kind of thing out, like candy, sugar, sugary type foods, processed foods, caffeine, whether it's like um, coffee, tea, or even cola, then you're going to have a much better chance of getting, of taking that problem away and then reducing your symptoms. If you get a proper diet in and you increase you know, healthy proteins and you get a good starch and you get your vegetables on a daily basis, it will improve your system. It'll improve your ability to lose weight. And when you exercise, you'll feel more energy when you get out there and you'll be able to go for longer times. And at the same time, as of course, it will burn off a lot of excess energy and that excess, you know, feeling that you get when you're riled up and all that in a hyperactivity and all that excess um, energy that you have will be have a better chance of being eliminated and then reduce your ADHD symptoms because you need to obviously be able to focus and doing things to improve your lifestyle and improve your health is always helpful when it comes to reducing symptoms for ADHD. Now, Things like organizing at work or at home also reduce stress because when you are having a hard time finding items of any sort, whether it's your keys or your phone or your wallet or, you know, at work, you can't find the paperwork that you're working on. It increases the stress level and then automatically at that point, you're going to have ADHD symptoms increase and you're going to become more irritable and more distracted. And at the same time, you're more likely to just 
get upset and angry with yourself and walk away and get distracted and then, you know, end up not getting it done because that stress level is increasing the anxiety in your system, which obviously increases, you know, really increases your symptoms for your ADHD. So by being organized and having all your material in a, in a place that you're familiar with and having a good system that works well for you makes your stress and anxiety levels much lower and reduces your chances of having your ADHD symptoms more active at times like at work or at home before you're trying to go to work. Or even if like if you're if you've got something important at home that you're working on, if you are organized ahead of time and things are going at a good pace, then that stress and anxiety that you can experience at home from having that disorganized frame of like reference to work off of, you greatly reduce that the chances of having your ADHD and those sorts the symptoms that occur from making your ability to complete the work that you're doing. It makes it less likely that you're going to have distractions and inner and have interference and you're going to be more likely to be able to complete the work that you're doing. And that is extremely helpful because we often have the, that high chance of getting distracted, especially if we're doing tasks at home or at work that are not exactly the most exciting thing to do or that you're not really into. But unfortunately they do have to get done at some point. And if you're more focused and you feel a lot less like anxious emotions and feelings, then you're way more likely to get them completed and get them done efficiently too. You don't want to create, you know, issues for yourself when, if you're feeling more anxious and you're feeling the stress levels increase, that is like, those are ways that will affect your body and your mind and then of course that increases the the symptom level in your system like in your mind it doesn't you're more likely to have uh, an adhd symptom come up you're way more likely to get distracted and frustrated because one of those things that it does occur with adhd as we're well aware of is that we can get frustrated extremely quickly and lose all ability to have any interest in continuing or finishing the task or tasks that we are currently working on. So if you're able to maintain calmness and keep your stress levels low and feel entered like the good energy and a good vibes that you're you're wanting, then you're more likely to be able to com- to commit to what you're doing and you have a better chance of completing them and at the same time, getting them done in a good, efficient way, which is good for you at work. It can be good at home, within your relationship, or just in general, because then you'll feel better and you'll feel more motivated to continue doing what you are doing. Okay, that's it for this episode. Uh, I really hope that this was uh, exciting, you know, very inspirational and very informative for you. If you did find this to be a really fun and informative episode for you, then I recommend that you can, you could donate or if you want, or you could become a subscriber on Apple Podcasts. 
there is a monthly amount you get a seven day free trial and then for a month to month you pay a dollar 49 uh, places like uh, us and canada in the uk uh, it's a dollar 29 because it, uh, the pound is a little um, more uh, value than the american dollar or the canadian dollar so i wanted to give you guys a little break you can also get a yearly um, yearly rate it's $13.99 a year after your trial of course and the benefits of being a subscriber that are actually really good you get early access to all new episodes that I put out and you also get exclusive access to bonus episodes that are only available to subscribers if you want to get in touch with me if you have something you would like to comment on or a suggestion or you just want to chat there are a few ways you can get in touch with me. You can get a hold of me at Twitter. My handle is at ADHD and CPTSD. You can email me. The email address is livingwithadhdandcptsd at gmail.com. Now that's full words, no like at symbol or anything like that. Or uh, sorry, the and ampersand. It is the word and, just to confirm and be clear. You can go to my website and you can get a lot of resources there and you can also contact me there. It's www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. If you think that there are people out there that, we, that would really benefit from this podcast, I would recommend telling them about it. Um, show them the episodes that are out there. You can go to any platform and you can find my podcast. Uh, I've had a lot of really good, uh, helpful reviews and um, people telling me how inspirational that my episodes are to them. It's, they're really informative, they're very uh, inspiring, and I've helped a lot of people. And I always have people, guests on uh, that have their own point of view. Um, I've got many different... Uh, experts. I've had women that, from all over the world that have come on and shared their own experiences and their own cultural differences that affect their ADHD and how their ability to access things like support and therapy and medication because everybody is different. Uh, some countries don't have it the same as others when it comes to access for medication. And that's, you know, it's a great way to get in touch with others. And, and you also can hear other people's stories as well. So there are plenty of episodes and I've got other uh, new guests coming as well in the upcoming weeks. And I'm sure that'll be a lot of fun. So I encourage you to, to stay tuned and listen to those episodes. All right, that's it, guys. Um, any questions, let me know. Okay. All right, I will... Talk to you later. Bye for now.